It's the Old Man Yells at Music Podcast. The show where a guy looks back at selected hits from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Also, some old musical TV shows, albums you may have forgotten or never even heard of, and more. Now, here's your host, the old man himself, Roger Stroop. Hello and welcome to episode 65 of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. I'm Roger Scroop. Today we're looking at the charts of May 21st, 1983. Four days earlier, the New York Islanders completed a sweep of the Edmonton Oilers to win their fourth straight Stanley Cup. Legend has it that the Oilers walked by the Islanders' dressing room and saw how much pain the champions were in. And that's when they realized just what was required of them to take that final step, which they would the next year. Having that Gretzky kid also might have had something to do with it. Here's a look at what was entertaining people beyond the frozen pond. At the movies, the big release of the month was Return of the Jedi, the third film in the original Star Wars trilogy, although now it's referred to as Episode Six. Little did we know that 38 years later, Disney would own the franchise and be cranking out spin-offs for something called a streaming platform and that Yoda was such an adorable baby. Other films that came out this month included the latest Cheech and Chong flick, Still Smokin', Dr. Detroit, in which Dan Aykroyd is a college professor who has to pretend to be a pimp, Blue Thunder, featuring Roy Scheider as the pilot of a high-tech police helicopter, the science fiction adventure Space Hunter, Adventures in the Forbidden Zone, and the women's prison exploitation pick, Chained Heat, starring The Exorcist's Linda Blair and Animal House's Dean Warmer, John Vernon. A big story in television, as well as music, happened on the 16th when NBC aired the special Motown 25, Yesterday, Today, Forever, celebrating the first quarter century of the Detroit-born record label whose output, whose output excuse me, became known as The Sound of Young America. Stars appearing on the show included Marvin Gaye, Smokey Robinson, The Four Tops, The Temptations, Stevie Wonder, Diana Ross, and most famously Michael Jackson, who introduced The Moonwalk during his performance of Billie Jean. And for more about this show, go back to episode 25 of this very podcast, because Motown 25 was the first subject of my Turn On, Tune In, Rock Out subseries. The bestseller lists... Top fiction titles included Stephen King's possessed car thriller, Christine, Nora Ephron's tale of a disintegrating marriage, Heartburn, and Icebreaker, a new James Bond novel published by Ian Fleming's publishing company and written by John Gardner, but not the same John Gardner who wrote the Sunlight Dialogues. Meanwhile, nonfiction readers were big on diet books like The Diet Center Program by Sybil Ferguson, Mary Ellen's Help Yourself Diet Plan by Mary Ellen Pinkham, and The F-Plan Diet by Audrey Eaton. And those who weren't looking to lose weight may have picked up The Love You Make, an inside look at the Beatles by Fab Four management team member Peter Brown. And in music, the 28th, 29th, and 30th saw the staging of the second Us Festival concerts. Organized by Apple Computers founder Steve Wozniak, and concert promoter Bill Graham, and held in a park in San Bernardino, San Bernardino, California, 
the event reportedly attracted 670,000 people. The Saturday was New Wave Day and featured bands such as The Clash, Men at Work, Stray Cats, and A Flock of Seagulls. Sunday was Heavy Metal Day and had Van Halen, Judas Priest, Ozzy Osbourne, Motley Crue, and more. And the Memorial Day Monday was Rock Day, with David Bowie, Stevie Nicks, The Pretenders, and U2 among the performers. In spite of the huge crowds, this edition of the festival, just like the first one held on Labor Day weekend of 1982, lost millions, and no further Us festivals were staged. Now let's go to the charts. As always, we begin below the top 40s. This time, we're delving back into the evolution of England's punk scene. At number 94 in the UK, it's Catch-23 by GBH. Formed in Birmingham in 1978, GBH released their debut album, City Baby Attacked by Rats, in 1982. And it it reached the top 20 on the LP chart there. In between albums, they released this single. Catch-23 is grinding punk rock about how the, systems keep, the system keeps people stuck where they are, no matter what they do. Here are the lyrics, no strings attached. You beat us down, but we came back. Revenge is sweet, and we're on the attack. Who are you? What do you do? You promised us the world, then took it away, slogging around the country for a tenner a day. We got wise to your idle lies. The missing rung, we all knew. We survived Catch-22. Now we're prepared, and that's the key, so we'll survive Catch-23. The checks you wrote, which never cleared. Your big ideas, our biggest fears. Your representatives of your name. And you'll be forgotten as quickly as you came. Now you're gone, we'll carry on. It's angry, strident, and loud, which is what you want from straight-ahead punk. It's not classic, but it's a fine genre entry. Catch-23 was down from a peak of number 82. GBH continues on, and their latest album, Momentum, came out in 2017. We enter the top 40s now, staying in Britain for number 40, Flight of Icarus by Iron Maiden. Formed in London in 1975, Iron Maiden released their debut album in 1980, and their first two LPs produced four top 40 hits. Before their third album, singer Paul DeAnno was fired for excessive drug use and replaced with Bruce Dickinson from the band Samson. Dickinson's first Maiden album, or Maiden Maiden album if you will, The Number of the Beast, hit number one and produced two more hits, including the top ten Run to the Hills. Flight of Icarus was the first single from their fourth LP, Peace of Mind. Flight of Icarus is dramatic operatic metal based on the Greek myth of Daedalus and Icarus, a father and son who literally flew out of prison with wings made from wax and feathers. Icarus, however, ignored his father's advice and flew too close to the sun, which melted the wax and caused him to fall to his death. Here's Maiden's take on the story. As the sun breaks above the ground, an old man stands on the hill. As the ground warms to the first rays of light, a birdsong shatters the still. His eyes are ablaze. See the madman in his gaze. Fly on your way like an eagle. Fly as high as the sun. On your way like an eagle. Fly. Touch the sun. Yeah. 
Now the crowd breaks and a young boy appears, looks the old man in the eye as he spreads his wings and shouts at the crowd, In the name of God, my father, I fly. His eyes seem so glazed as he flies on the wings of a dream. Now he knows his father betrayed. Now his wings turn to ashes, to ashes his grave. Dickinson's wailing vocals are perfect for this sort of epic subject matter. Honestly, if I think you... I think if you studied high school kids who listened to a lot of this band in the 80s, I would not be surprised if they got better grades in subjects like history and mythology, because maiden songs like this were kind of a gateway. Flight of Icarus was down from a peak of number 11. Iron Maiden has had 24 more hits, including 15 top 10s, and a number one with 1990's Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter. Dickinson left the band in 1993 and was replaced by Blaze Bailey for two albums, but he returned in 1999. Their latest studio album, The Book of Souls, came out in 2015. We're in the U.S. now for number 32. I Couldn't Say No by Robert Ellis Oral and Carlene Carter. Boston-based Oral teamed up with Carter, the daughter, of, the daughter and stepdaughter of June Carter and Johnny Cash, respectively, for this, the first single from his album, Special Pain. I Couldn't Say No is new wave pop with an Elvis Costello-ish vibe, which makes sense when you know that, at the time, Carter had frequently worked with, and was in fact married to, Costello contemporary Nick Lowe. Say yes to some lyrics. You can get lucky, baby. You can get high. Sometimes it's better just to try and get by. You understand the way I'm feeling inside. You can't always fight it. You're the main attraction, but your head's in a swirl. You look for action in your everyday world. Some satisfaction. You're not just another girl. You can't always find it. You know where I'm going tonight. You can find me where it feels all right. I'm not about to watch you walk away. I thought I'd walk away from you someday. Baby, please let go. You make it harder this way. I didn't want to do it, but I couldn't say no. Oh, baby, please don't go. Unless you mean it this time. I'd really want to stop you, but I couldn't say no. I couldn't say no. It's a pretty sweet bit of forgotten pop from artists with a ton of talent whom the world never quite caught up to. I couldn't say no peaked at number 32. Oral subsequently moved into the country genre having a couple of hits, and doing a lot of songwriting and production work, including co-producing Taylor Swift's 2006 debut album. His recent recordings have been under the name Monkey Bowl. Carter also had country success with three top five hits in the early 90s. Her most recent recording was an album with John Mellencamp, Sad Clowns and Hillbillies, in 2017. We're in Canada for the first time for their number 31 song, Tears on Your Anorak by The Drivers. Formed in Britain in 1981, The Drivers were a trio led by singer Nick Van Eed. They got a record deal in Canada and put out the album Shortcuts, from which Tears on Your Anorak was the first single. Tears on Your Anorak is punky power pop that owes quite a bit to the Buzzcocks. Don't cry, I'm going to read the lyrics. It's a classic situation. Boy meets girl meets new temptation. Go, 
I demand an explanation. But you keep losing concentration, so... So you tell him those little white lies again. Saw you dancing with the strangest guy again, guys again. I can tell by the tears on your anorak that you're nina never ever coming back. It took time till I discovered he was not your older brother, no. You keep calling me your lover, but I'm just your undercover friend. So you're crying those plastic tears again. Save them for all who your would-be friends. And by the way, an anorak is what British people call a parka. There's my weekly contribution to your cross-cultural education. Tears on your anorak peaked at number 31. The drivers broke up shortly after this. Two years later, Nick Van, Nick Van Eed and a guitarist from a band that opened for them in Canada formed a new group called Cutting Crew who had a North American number one in 1987 with I Just Died in Your Arms. I may talk about them later, but I may not because I don't really care for them. We're still in Canada, now looking at their number 30 song, Wishing, If I Had a Photograph of You, by A Flock of Seagulls. Formed in Liverpool in 1979, A Flock of Seagulls released their self-titled debut album in 1982, which produced the hit I Ran So Far Away, which made the top 40 in Canada and the top 10 in the U.S. Wishing, If I Had a Photograph of You, was the first single from their second album, Listen. Wishing, If I Had a Photograph of You, is long up-tempo synth-pop. Longing up-tempo synth-pop, excuse me. Longing up-tempo synth-pop. I don't have a picture, so I'll have to read the lyrics. It's not the way you look. It's not the way that you smile. Although there's something to them. It's not the way you have your hair. It's not that certain style. It could be that with you. If I had a photograph of you, it's something to remind me. I wouldn't spend my life just wishing. It's not the makeup, and it's not the way that you dance. It's not the evening sky, it's more the way your eyes are laughing as they glance across the Great Divide. It's similar to what Depeche Mode would become after Vince Clark left, but I would say that it's a good song in its own right. Between this and Iran, I think these guys should be remembered for more than just a hairstyle. Wishing, if I had a photograph of you, peaked at number 10 in Canada and the UK, and number 26 in the US. A Flock of Seagulls had a couple more hits in Britain, but no more in America. The band continues with a different lineup, except for singer Mike Score. And in 2018, they released Ascension, an album of orchestral versions of their old hits with the Prague Symphony Orchestra. Now we're in Britain again for number 23. Miss the Girl by the Creatures. Formed in London in 1981, the Creatures were an on-again, off-again side project of Susie Sue and her drummer in the Banshees, Peter Budgie Clark. Their debut EP, Wild Things, reached the top 40 in the singles chart. Miss the Girl was the first single from their first full-length LP, Feast. Miss the Girl is haunting and atmospheric. Surprisingly for a band with only two members, one of whom is a, is a drummer, there are no drums on the record. Don't let these lyrics pass you by. Kiss the girl, kiss the girl. Hand around the steering wheel, 
caress the shiny vinyl feel. Don't you miss the girl? Miss the girl. Seduce reflection in the chrome. That's There's petrol stains outside your home. Kiss the girl. Kiss the girl. Your loving strokes are fatal charms. Revenge bites back into her arms. You didn't miss the girl. You hit the girl. You hit her with a force of steel. She's wrapped around your burning wheels. So I guess they're comparing love and or sex to a car crash. That's different, but definitely typical of Susie's oeuvre. And the fact that these two would eventually get married adds another layer. Miss the Girl was down from a peak of number 21. The Creatures had one more hit and released three more albums, but none since 2003 which may or may not be related to the fact that Susie and Budgie divorced in 2007. Now we're in America again for number 28, Try Again by Champagne. Formed in Champaign, Illinois, Champagne first had success with their 1981 debut single, How About Us?, which went top 20 in North America and top 5 in Britain. Try Again was the first single from their second album, Modern Heart. Try Again is a funky soul ballad. Hopefully I'll get the lyrics right on the first attempt. I've been staring at your photograph, wondering where you're at today. And I've been hanging by the telephone, hoping that you'd call home and stay. You told me you needed more walks, more talks, more feeling close to me. I want to be close to you. I didn't know you needed some roses, some romance, a little candlelight, and slow dance. That's not how it's been. But maybe we can try again. Try, try. Maybe we can try again. I remember all the days gone by, and I'm wondering why I couldn't see. I could, I could search the whole world over and never find what you were always giving me. It's a nice little bit of early 80s R&B. And it's always good to be reminded not to skimp on the romance. Try Again peaked at number 23. Champagne had no further pop hits, and they split up in 1984. They reunited for one album in 1990, then returned, led by singer Polly Carmen, in, the two, in 2008. Their latest album, Eyes of the Spirit, came out in 2014. We'll move into the top 20s right after this. Hi, this is your host, Roger Stroop. Letting you know that if you like my point of view on old pop music, you can actually find lots more of it on the Old Man Yells at Music blog. I've been looking back at top 40 charts from the 70s, 80s, and 90s and beyond for almost 10 years now, and I've done hundreds of entries and covered thousands of songs from the American, Canadian, and British charts, from the A's to ZZ Top, from Abacab to Zoom. You'll also find my Uneasy Writer tournaments, celebrating the odd ducks of the American Top 40. The 70s tourney is complete, but the 80s one is just getting started, and you can follow along on the blog as it progresses. And of course, you can find links to the latest episode of this podcast and the accompanying YouTube playlists there. So take a look at the Old Man Yells at Music blog, which you can find at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Why is it there? You'll have to go there to find out. That's the Old Man Yells at Music blog at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. We're back to begin looking at songs in the top 20s. 
beginning with the American number 19, Faithfully by Journey. Formed in San Francisco in 1973, Journey's first three albums were jazz-influenced progressive rock that sold modestly. But after new singer Steve Perry joined them for 1978's Infinity, they went in a more mainstream direction. And since then, they'd racked up platinum albums and nine top 40 hits, including four top tens. Faithfully was the second single from their eighth studio album, Frontiers. Faithfully is a power ballad on which a touring musician declares that he will not forget his wife while he's on the road. Here are lyrics. Highway run into the midnight sun. Wheels go round and round. You're on my mind. Restless hearts sleep alone tonight. Sending all my love along the wire. They say that the road ain't no place to start a family. Right down the line, it's been you and me. And loving a music man ain't always what it's supposed to be. Oh, girl, you stand by me. I'm forever yours, faithfully. Circus life under the big top world. We all need the clowns to make us smile. Through space and time, always another show. Wondering where I am, lost without you. It's a very heartfelt song. And Steve Perry really sounds like he means it. A slow dance staple. Faithfully peaked at number 12. In Canada, it got to number 36. Journey had seven more hits before going on hiatus in 1987. They returned in 1996 for the album Trial by Fire, which produced one more hit. Steve Perry left shortly afterward, and they put out two albums with singer Steve Ogeri before he left. The band searched for a new singer via YouTube, and after seeing a Filipino singer named Arnel Pineda performing faithfully, They hired him and have recorded two albums with him. They're reportedly currently working on their 15th album. We're in Canada again for number 20, Mexican Radio by Wall of Voodoo. Formed in Los Angeles in 1977, Wall of Voodoo built a following in 1980 and 1981 with an EP and an LP. Mexican Radio was the the first single from their second album, Call of the West. Mexican Radio is New Wave with Southwest Influences, on which singer Stan Ridgway relates the experience of listening to to the high-powered AM stations based south of the border. Tune in to some lyrics. I feel a hot wind on my shoulder and the touch of a world that is older. Turn the switch and check the number. Leave it on when in bed I slumber. I hear the rhythms of the music. I buy the product and never use it. I hear the talking of the DJ. Can't understand. Just what does he say? I'm on a Mexican radio. I'm on a Mexican whoa radio. I dial it in and tune the station. They talk about the U.S. inflation. I understand just a little. No comprende. It's a riddle. Ridgway's distinctive voice gives the song a charming oddness. You believe he's the type of guy who really does wish he was eating barbecued iguana in Tijuana. Mexican Radio peaked at number 18. It hit number 58 in the U.S. and number 64 in the U.K. Stan Ridgway left later in 1983 for a solo career, but the band continued for three more albums before splitting up in 1988.
Now we head back to the UK for the number 17 song, Buffalo Soldier by Bob Marley and the Whalers. Born in Nine Mile, Jamaica in 1945, Bob Marley formed a vocal group called the Wailing Whalers with singers including Peter Tosh and Bunny Livingston. They had several hits at home in the 60s, then started releasing albums internationally in the 70s. At first, their overseas success came via covers of their songs by other artists, most notably Eric Clapton's version of I Shot the Sheriff. But as the decade progressed, their albums sold better, they became a popular live act, and they picked up nine UK hits, including five top tens. Unfortunately, as his career was growing, Marley was diagnosed with cancer on his big toe, and it eventually spread throughout his body until he died in 1981. The group released one more posthumous album, Confrontation, this year, which included this song. Buffalo Soldier is strident reggae that relates the tale of the African-American soldiers who fought in the Indian Wars in the U.S. in the 1860s. Here's an excerpt. Buffalo Soldier, Dreadlock Rasta. There was a Buffalo Soldier in the heart of America, stolen from Africa, brought to America, fighting on arrival, fighting for survival. I mean it when I analyze the stench. To me, it makes a lot of sense how the dreadlock Rasta was the Buffalo soldier, and he was taken from Africa, brought to America, fighting on arrival, fighting for survival. Said he was a Buffalo soldier, dreadlock Rasta, Buffalo soldier in the heart of America. If you know your history, then you would know where you're coming from. Then you wouldn't have to ask me who the heck do I think I am. It's a prime example of Marley's ability to passionately tell important stories while simultaneously making you feel joy and hope. I don't know if he intentionally borrowed the tune for the O-E-O-E-O parts from the theme of the 60s kids show, The Banana Splits, but that balance of playfulness and seriousness is part of what made him a musical icon. Buffalo Soldier peaked at number four. The following year, the compilation album Legend was released, and it, it has sold over 25 million copies worldwide and helped Marley's popularity continue to grow decades after his death. He's had several more hit singles over the years with reissues, remixes, and previously unreleased tracks. We're up to the top tens, beginning in the UK with number nine, Words by F.R. David. Born Robert Fatusi in Menzel Bourguiba, Tunisia in 1947, F.R. David had been a fixture on the French rock scene since the late 60s as a solo act, in bands, and with artists like Greek keyboardist Vangelis. Words was the title track from his 1982 album. Words is a sweet synth-pop love song. Here are the words. Words don't come easy to me. How can I find a way to make you see I love you? Words don't come easy. Words don't come easy to me. This is the only way for me to say I love you. Words don't come easy. Well, I'm just a music man. Melodies are so far my best friend, but my words are coming out wrong. Girl, I, I reveal my heart to you and hope that you believe it's true because words don't come easy to me. This is just a simple song that I've made for you on my own. There's no hidden, there's no hidden meaning 
You know, when I say I love you, honey, please believe I really do. It's the kind of song that would have fit perfectly into a John Hughes teen movie. I'm surprised you never used it. Words was down from a peak of number two. In the U.S., it got to number 62. David had no further hits, and in the 90s, he concentrated on writing for other artists. But he then returned to recording, and his most recent album was 2013's Midnight Drive. We're in the U.S. again for the number eight song, Jeopardy by the Greg Kin Band. Born in Baltimore in 1949, Greg Kin moved to San Francisco in the 70s and formed his eponymous band there in 1976. They broke through in 1981 when the breakup song, They Don't Write Em, hit number 15. Jeopardy was the first single from their eighth album, Kinspiracy. Jeopardy is funky pub rock about a rocky relationship. For 400, the answer is, Where were you when I needed you? Well, you could not be found. What can I do? Oh, I believed in you. You're running me around. Well, you can take it as a warning or take it any way you like. It's the lightning, not the thunder. You never know when it's going to strike. Our love's in jeopardy, baby. Ooh. Don't be cute. Don't be funny now. It's later than you think. Oh, what's the use? Oh, save your money now. It's hanging on the brink. Don't let go while I'm hanging on, because I've been hanging on so long. It's so hard to be all along. All alone, excuse me. I know you're not that strong. What are the lyrics to this song, Aaron Rodgers? Yes, I'm rooting for him to get the job, because as a Bears fan, I like him better there than quarterbacking the Packers. Anyway, this is a very good song with a very memorable video involving weddings and skeletons and cars. Jeopardy was down from a peak of number two. It hit number four in Canada and number 63 in the UK. A year later, Weird Al Yankovic hit number 81 with his parody version, I Lost on Jeopardy. Ken would continue to record with his band and by himself, picking up a solo hit in 1985. He also... He's also had success as a novelist and radio DJ. The Great Kin Band's latest album, Rekindled, came out in 2017. Now we make one more stop in Canada for their number five, Sex, I'm A, by Berlin. Formed in Los Angeles in 1978, Berlin had put out two independent albums when this provocative song began getting attention in dance clubs, causing Geffen Records to sign them and put it out as the first single of the major label reissue of their second LP, Pleasure Victim. Sex, I'm a, is danceable, synth-driven new wave about municipal taxation disputes in northern Chile, by which, of course, I mean fucking. I'm going to read the lyrics. Feel the fire. Feel my love inside you. It's so right. There's the sound and the smell of love in my mind. I'm a toy. Come and play with me. Say the word now. Wrap your legs around mine and ride me tonight. I'm a man. I'm a goddess. I'm a man. Well, I'm a virgin. I'm a man. I'm a blue movie. I'm a man. I'm a bitch. I'm a man. 
I'm a geisha. I'm a man. I'm a little girl. And we make love together. Slip and slide in your wet delight. Feel the blood flow. Not, not too fast. Don't be slow. My love's in your hands. I'm a man. I'm a boy. Well, I'm a man. Well, I'm your mother. I'm a man. I'm a one-night stand. I'm a man. Am I bi? I'm a man. I'm a slave. I'm a man. I'm a little girl. And we make love together. Lead vocals alternate between singers Terry Nunn and John Crawford, who also provide simulated sex moans and exclamations. Basically, this was a love to love you, baby, for the 80s. Sex, I'm a, was down from a peak of number four. In less open-minded America, it only got to number 62. Berlin would, ha would have two American hits, including the 1986 Top Gun soundtrack smash, Take My Breath Away, which ironically was denied a triple crown by only hitting number two in Canada. They broke up in 1987, and Terry Nunn later won the rights to the name and toured with other musicians. But in recent years, Crawford and other original members have come on board, and they put out their most recent album, Transcendence, in 2019. We'll recap the top tens and look at a number one right after this. The Old Man Yells at Music podcast now has a Patreon. Yes, if you like this podcast so much you were moved to financially support it, now you can. There are different tiers with different rewards, such as early episode access, the ability to vote on future topics, and bonus episodes about extra songs from the charts I cover, other charts from other years, genres, and countries, and even the biggest hits of the 21st century. And you can even pick an episode topic for me at the top level. So if you're interested, go to patreon.com and search Old Man Yells at Music. Or click on the link click on the links to the show notes, my social media posts, or the blog at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Help me yell more at more music. Become a Patreon subscriber today. We're recapping our three top tens now, starting in America. Number 10, Time, Clock of the Heart by Culture Club, the second American hit for Boy George and Company. Number 9, My Love by Lionel Richie. The third solo top five for the ex-Commodore. Number 8, Jeopardy by the Greg Kinn Band. Number 7, Solitaire by Laura Branigan, her second top 10. Number 6, Little Red Corvette by Prince, his first top 10. Number 5, she Blinded Me with Science by Thomas Dolby, the Englishman's only American hit and a recently un eliminated Uneasy Rider contender. Number four, Overkill by Men at Work, the third top five for the Aussies. Number three, Flashdance, What a Feeling by Irene Cara, the Bronx Singer's North American number one soundtrack hit. Number two, Beat It by Michael Jackson, his fifth number one. And the number one song in the USA this week was... Let's Dance by David Bowie, his only American number one, and also a Triple Crown winner. Now let's check out the Canadian top ten. Number ten, Mr. Roboto by Styx. Their third number one here, and another recently eliminated Uneasy Rider contestant. Number nine, Overkill by Men at Work. 
Number eight, Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. His first number one here completed a triple crown. Number seven, Jeopardy by the Greg Kinn Band. Number six, Time, Clock of the Heart by Culture Club. Number five, Sex, I'm a by Berlin. Number four, She Blinded Me with Science by Thomas Dolby. Number three, Rio by Duran Duran, their second top five here. Number two, Let's Dance by David Bowie. And the number one song in Canada this week was Beat It by Michael Jackson. And now, the British top ten. Number ten, Blind Vision by Blancmange. Second top ten for a London duo. Number nine, Words by F.R. David. Number eight, Pale Shelter by Tears for Fears. The third top five for the duo from Bath. Number seven, Our Lips Are Sealed by Fun Boy 3. A song co-written by singer Terry Hall with Jane Weaveland, who had a hit version in America with her band, The Go-Go's. Number six, Keep Feeling Fascination by The Human League. The sixth top ten for the London Synth Poppers. Number five, Can't Get Used to Losing You by The Beat. The Birmingham Ska Band's fifth and last top ten was a cover of a 1963 Andy Williams hit. Number four, Dancing Tight by Galaxy, the first and biggest hit for a British funk band. Number three, Candy Girl by New Edition. A number one here for the Boston Boy Band. Number two, Temptation by Heaven 17, the biggest hit for a different Sheffield synth pop group. And the number one song in the UK this week, and the one in the spotlight, was True by Spandau Ballet. Formed in London in 1979, Spandau Ballet had earned eight hits, including four top tens by the time they released this, the third single and title track from their third album. True is a sophisticated soul ballad crooned smoothly by singer Tony Hadley. No lie, these are the lyrics. So true. Funny how it seems. Always in time, but never in line for dreams. Head over heels when toe to toe. This is the sound of my soul. This is the sound. I bought a ticket to the world, but now I've come back again. Why do I find it hard to write the next line? I want the truth to be, to be said. I, 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 I know this much is true. With a thrill in my head and a pill on my tongue, dissolve the nerves that have just begun. Listening to Marvin all night long, this is the sound of my soul. This is the sound, always slipping from my hands, sands a time of its own. Take your seaside arms and write the next line. I want the truth to be known. It's extremely slick and tries very hard to convince you of its emotional heft, like with the part about taking some kind of drug and listening to Marvin Gaye, to the point where it's hard to take seriously, but it's even harder not to sing along to. True was on the last of its four weeks at number one. It would also top the Canadian chart and go to number four in the U.S. Several years, several years later, it was sampled on rap duo PM Don's American Number One, Set Adrift on Memory Bliss. Spandau Ballet had eight more hits before breaking up in 1990. They reunited in 2009 and released an album called Once More, but Hadley left in 2017 and the band carried on with a new singer before splitting up again two years later.
So how to sum up the pop music of May 1983? Well, the charts were awash in the shiny new sounds of new wave and synth pop. Beyond that, soul and other forms of rock were sticking around. And among all the youth, two guys who had made their names in the 70s were enjoying the greatest commercial success of their careers. Now it's time for Old Man Yells at You. First, you could watch the documentary Iron Maiden Flight 666, which follows the band and its fans during their 2008 tour. Then listen to the 1971 album The Best of the Whalers to hear what Mr. Marley and company were up to just before they took their act worldwide. And lastly, check out some of the Us Festival. There are several full sets on YouTube if you're interested in some snapshots of the early MTV era. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. As always, if you like what you've heard, share, subscribe, and leave a review where you found it. You can also leave feedback on the Facebook and Twitter feeds, both of which are at Mr. B. Glovehead, or on the blog post for the episode, which is at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com, or you can check out the Instagram account, at Old Man Yells at Music. As always, there's a companion YouTube playlist for this episode, which I link to in the show notes. Also in the show notes is a link to my Patreon, where you can support the show and get some bonus content and make my charts, just like Mike Birmingham. All lyrics quoted are for purposes of discussion and review. No infringement is intended. Next time in the show, we're turning on, tuning in, and rocking out again. This time with one of the artists remaining in the Uneasy Writer Tournament, like you've never heard him before. Or seen him before, for that matter. Until then, I'm Roger Stroop saying, I'm giving up. Don Pardo, tell me now what I didn't win. Stay safe. <laughs>